on, everybody? Welcome back to the Batman News Weekly, episode 96 in year two. And do we have a lot of entertainment stuff coming out? I was actually surprised. Uh, I told Clay, I was like, what are we doing for this podcast? And he sent me a shitload of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I know it, it does feel good considering the past few weeks we have like, and you know us, we always extend it somehow yeah uh whether it be turning this into a mini anime or manga sh- show or whatnot we always extend this no matter how much news that we have but having this much news it does feel good because we are getting back to a considerable quote-unquote normal yeah and we're, we're we're getting pretty close to a brand new show uh well i guess the movie would be for wait is it movie or titans first Titans I think it's, is what you sent me first. And then, well, as as far as like what comes out that we are oh, going to be watching, um, I think it's Titans because Suicide Squad is like late August and Titans so. is mid August because I think it's August. They're probably 12th. a week apart. Yeah. So, uh, and it does say that the first three episodes, that's, I guess that's one of the first things that uh, I should bring up because it's not in this article. Uh, the first three episodes are going to be dropping on HBO max on August 12th, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, We thought it was only going to be two episodes. They did in fact say three. So Mm -hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I wonder we, you know, we had this discussion, which is we're not even talking about this article yet, but we have talked about the, um, you know, them going with the actress that is uh, disabled for Barbara Gordon. I wonder if they decided like, hey, we'll just go ahead and keep her as she is. We're not going to try to give her a fake leg or anything like that. Um, And we'll just keep her as Oracle because of them knowing that Batgirl, they were going to have an abled body Batgirl, if you want to say that um in the background movie that was going to be on hbo max as well yeah um, which we'll be talking about in a little bit so i thought that was pretty interesting um and you know what that's probably one of the better ways to do it because you know there's always going to be comic book fans that bitch and moan about stuff but if you have a background movie coming out and you have background in a show i think that's a way you can definitely change up the diversity if you wanted to um with characters uh try something different because they're not necessarily in the same universe um which that we won't really talk about it here but i know um one of the producers on the jj abrams batman or superman movie made some comments recently talking about how you know they're really trying to go with the if you're going to go with director's visions you have to be able to allow directors to do what they want um and then he referenced the new 52 kind of like Look at how they did it. They had a Superman on one world that didn't take away from that Superman, but he was doing this. And so yeah, it was it was the it was the whole hey, there can be multiple Supermen. Yeah, at at one time, they just uh, need to change Valzad, and it's fine. Like that's yeah, all they but, need to do. But also, uh, and they've they've been a little bit better at this. But there was for a while, uh, even as recently as Titans season two and Arrow, mm-hmm. uh, they got rid of Deathstroke on Arrow, and then season two of Titans came out, and there was Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. Like, they, for some reason, they couldn't coexist. WB yeah. was really bad about that, because they introduced a Suicide Squad in Arrow, but then, literally a week before the movie came out, they killed 
the suicide, like the entire Suicide Squad on Arrow. Yeah. And then they showed them on the big screen. So there was there's always this debate of like, oh, why can't we have a hero on the small screen and a hero on the big screen? But I do believe that there can also be two of the same heroes on the big screen because you've already established, hey, this movie is going to be a standalone while this one has a bigger universe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope they keep going with that because then that just leaves the door open for Cavill, which I just hate that we haven't solidified that. But I mean, if they want to say that and that's going to be just its own thing, then I'm totally cool with it. Whatever leaves the door open at this point, I'll just whatever. Um, But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about this Titan news. I didn't read the article because you sent me so much stuff. But it says the title of this is Titans First Look. Will Tim Drake bring the team some needed good luck? Is he going to yeah. be directing the final episode? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because that's what they need. That's that's basically what they need. No, but it's essentially just stating like, because uh, because a lot of people were actually talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, the very and we've had the debates slash conversation of oh Tim Drake is the best Robin or whatever. This is basically saying hey he is going to be like fresh and good and like have hope and all of this other stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if that means that he's just going to have all of that taken away as a character once he experiences the Titans life, because yeah. even Beast Boy, Beast Boy is a character that from his like, uh, I would say backdoor pilot because he was technically a backdoor pilot in that Doom Patrol episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, in season one like he was very happy there and then even in the beginnings of season one he was a happy character and then of unfortunately just through his experiences of titans he slowly became like this like depressed sad like hey i thought we we're supposed to be heroes kind of pe- yeah. person well because he's dealing with the killing he killed that guy right the scientist yeah 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 so, so- I'm thinking, well, they're just going to have to put Tim Drake in a confrontation like that and then see how it goes. Yeah. If he decides to make the better choice, then I'm like, okay, that is a good sign for the show as well. So that way we can kind of t- turn away from like, hey, everything needs to be super dark. Because don't get me wrong, the tone of the Titans show is good for it because they've been able to make good episodes out of it yeah but i do think you need some of those characters to bounce off of the different characters like because if everybody's mopey if everybody's like oh whatever it's like like, marvel everybody's funny like somebody needs to be dark and somebody needs to be like you know stoic or whatever you know when everybody's funny it's kind of lame um yeah i mean we'll see um i i do think they do need to change that up and they do need to bring some characters in is doom is doom patrol getting a season three yes they recently as i say recently again uh there was an update i want to say about two weeks ago to a month ago Mm -hmm. uh the actor from uh the actor who plays cyborg uh did a post on instagram saying that he was finishing up his his filming nice. uh so they they are also oh, they're already filming they're af- they're already finished almost pretty much i'm pretty sure at this point 
and I believe it has like a uh, end of the year debut, if not a uh, beginning of the year 2022 debut. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, has nothing to do with Batman, but I saw Last of Us is getting 10 episodes. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, that should be interesting, um, which will be on HBO Max. Um, but yeah, so Tim Drake, possibly. I don't know. I mean, I hope he has a good episode. I hope he has a good intro. It's going to be, you know, this is becoming more and more of a Batman show, like everything does become yes. anyways, because uh, you're getting two more Bat family members. Uh, I think this would have probably been better to get somebody like Cassandra or something in here. I think that would have been cool. Ooh, uh, yeah, it would have. Like, like, especially, especially with the tone, I think it yeah. would have worked really well. Especially if, but maybe, I don't know. See, like, I like what they did in season two. Um, and it was interesting because they hired that, um, an actual deaf actor to play, uh, what's his face? Um, the son? Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, Jericho, which I thought that was really cool. You could kind of do the same thing with Cassandra if you didn't want her to talk. But she technically does have a voice. She just doesn't talk about yeah. it. So, um, you know, I would be interested to see that happen, especially if you're not going to make Barbara Batgirl. It would be cool to have Cassandra have that arc, um, you know, have her come in and rise to being Batgirl at some point. Oh, uh, God. What if they bring in Stephanie and then she dies? <laughs> well, I mean, shit, that's all you can ever do with Tim Drake, right? He has nothing. I, I've said this the longest time. Tim Drake has the same fucking story over and over and it's just having to put up with spoiler shit like that is his storyline and that's it, why i'm like how do people like this guy so much he does the same thing over and over and it well, just sucks it's it's funny because the uh urban legends that this was something that we actually didn't talk about but mm -hmm. i think it's more so because people were stupid and read too far into things there was a story in urban legends uh I think in this past issue where he mentions that they broke up. Oh, and the urban legends times. is technically supposed to be like the stories are technically canon or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they broke up, but then he goes and has dinner with an old friend, but this is literally an old friend from like pre new 52. And it's mm -hmm. a guy. And so people are like, oh, my God, now Tim Drake is bisexual. Why oh does everything have to be so God. woke? But people read too far into it. And this was literally just like, hey, I'm in town. Let's catch up. Yeah. Because I, I, I like Tim Drake as a character. I never read his 100, I think it's like over 150 issue solo run in the 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, but a good friend of mine did over at the weird science uh dc podcast eric uh and he he loves robin and so he went into uh big details about that friendship and how it was very very important in that run mm -hmm. and it was just it was he was just a really good friend so i had i had a uh a, a pretty uh he's a more conservative kind of guy mm -hmm. uh friend texted me this reddit post of like Oh, now they're making Robin gay. And I'm just like, oh, dude, just calm down. Calm yeah. down. It's not what you think. Uh, but a lot of people took it that way. Yeah. I feel like if DC was going to make any Robin gay, they'd go Nightwing. Just because of all the fucking ass jokes and everything that they constantly do. 
like if they were going to pull that card. Oh, like, you know what? I if if a Robin was to turn gay or come out as gay, I shouldn't say turn gay, uh, mm-hmm. come out as gay. Uh, I bet you anything people would say it was Jason. That'd be interesting. Uh, I feel like if they wanted to kill, like, you know, because there's always, like, toxic ma- toxic, mascul- uh, toxic masculinity all the time. They'd uh-huh. be like, what if we make Damien gay so Bruce's son is gay? You know, I feel like they'd do something like that. So, you know, to be yeah, the, I mean, the new I mean- heir of Batman will be gay in the future, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of like that. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, I don't know, like... I, I mean, well, we're going to talk about Signal later. I was like, you could make him, make him gay. And he's already part of the family. Like if you wanted to, but it kind of, mm-hmm. kind of seems like he's straight in this issue um, with the little moment in there. But yeah, I don't I know. I was very I, confused by that because I don't remember this girl at all. I same, same. We will we'll go, talk about we will it. We'll get into it but, later. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. I don't like, you know what? I mean, they're going to do all this stuff in the shows anyway. So I don't think you need to force that in the comics um because the shows are already doing it anyway so i wouldn't worry about it too much but we'll see what happens in titan season three but moving on from that let's knock out this next one really quickly for batwoman um seems like a new person is joining the show but i do they have like who they're gonna be i didn't see uh um, no but i will say that uh an article that i didn't send you um did talk about how Renee Montoya is coming into the show. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if this is who will be playing it. Um, so Robin Giv- uh, Robin Givens. No, no, no. So hold on. according to this article, Robin Givens, uh, okay, Batwoman has found a new powerful CEO to populate Gotham City, and it's Robin Givens. Yeah. So. Uh, wow. I, for me, Robin Givens is an actress that it's like, that face person's mm-hmm. like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Uh, but I always forget uh, where she is from. Robin Givens has had, let's see here. I'm looking I at it. Uh, Ambitions. Uh, she had a movie with Eddie Murphy. Uh, she recently, that's where I know her from. Uh, she played the mayor in Riverdale. Uh, uh-huh. So she was she also played... the mother of the Josie of Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, that's okay. that's uh, that was in uh, uh, Riverdale. Oh, is that part of that? I thought that was a yeah. movie. No, no, no. So Josie and Josie and the Pussycats is uh, part of the Archie like uh, universe. universe, and so they all go to the same school, and she is the mother gotcha. of Josie. She yeah, was apparently in the Cosby Show. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember that whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not too sure who she was there. Uh, but they but already, yeah. they even already have her in her credits for Batwoman, which is really cool. Nice. Yeah, so she's joining Batwoman season three. If anybody watches that show, um, I do not. So um, cool. Hopefully she kills it. Uh, but the next thing we got was a little bit of Batgirl news. So this was interesting. So it's... We're going to basically. It seems like we're getting a, a new Batgirl. It's not gonna obviously. We're gonna. They didn't say if she's going to be disabled or if she's going to be black or if she's going to be white. Like they didn't say any of that. 
So from my understanding, unless you saw something different there, I have seen some rumors and some speculation, like a lot of speculation on uh, DCEU leaks over on Reddit. Mm -hmm. Now, those guys can be kind of crazy. I understand. But this one seems very consistent with uh, rumors of Batgirl possibly being uh, from South America. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, specifically Brazilian, I think. Hmm. So that would be interesting. Um, honestly, I wouldn't mind a uh, white girl, Batgirl here, but if they're doing that in the show, they might change it up here to make it different. I, I mean, if you're going to go person of color here, I would hope it's because you were trying to pair her up with gordon from the batman series but it seems like we're going to be getting a different gordon in this this has everybody's panties in a wad yeah of course you have the hardcore snyder fans mm -hmm. that are like oh they're erasing the snyderverse blah 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 i'm like guys i'm sorry like if you've noticed snyder has moved on you guys yeah. need to move on as well like i've moved on I got the Snyder Cut, which I said, hey, I will enjoy it if it is successful enough to move past it and like go forward with it. Cool, let's do it. But that's not the case. If so, I'm not mistaken, didn't like Robbie or somebody confirm they're doing the comic? Uh, I don't believe so. There has been a lot of conversations of like, hey, this is how you can practically continue the Snyderverse. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, a lot of people, of course, have said, hey, animation can be an easier route. Yeah. Even if uh, Ben and Gal and Henry don't necessarily want to go back for the voice acting, you still have that instance where there is professional, what are they called? Uh, professional, what? Like the ADR people? Well, yeah, but... There's there's professional. Uh, I see them all the all the time on TikTok. Uh, they they copy voices. They sound a lot like other people. So yeah. Uh, so they're like ADR because like, um, forgot who said there was a guy on TikTok that said he does the rocks ADR. Yes. Yeah. So you could find people that can mimic Henry's voice and yeah. uh, Ben Affleck's voice and Gal's voice in order to fill those voids. And then I am sure Ezra can would want to do that again. And because mm -hmm. he's already doing animation with uh, Invincible. Same thing for Ray Fisher, if he wants to be a part is of he? it. Who is yeah. he on Invincible? He, so Ezra is uh, Sinclair, the, the one that makes the robots. Oh, the weird one. Yeah, the weird, the weird kid. Oh, in nice. that in that college class or whatever yeah, yeah. he's huh. that's ezra miller yeah anyways we got off track but you're saying people getting mad about the gordon thing yeah people are so mad about it uh i'm a little upset because we didn't get much from simmons jk simmons yeah. and i feel like I he legitimately could give a really good performance as gordon yeah uh and as far as and some people are a little upset that, hey, this couldn't be a part of the uh, black label, quote unquote, uh, Robert Pattinson movie, because yeah. we it's not Jeffrey Wright. 
So for me, I, personally, it's just like, okay, J.K. Simmons isn't going to be able to perform as Gordon again, which sucks. But like I said with the Snyder thing, I'm moving past all of that, and I just want to see good content. Yeah. And I want to see WB attempt to like move past it as well and just be like, okay, we're just making good movies. Yeah. In the beginning of this article for Batwoman, it shows how much DC content we're going to be getting within the next three years. Uh, You have the Batman, Black Adam, Suicide Squad, The Flash, uh, the Green Lantern series, Constantine, Gotham PD, Peacemaker, Justice League Dark, this, the Batgirl movie, as well as Zatanna. Like, that is a lot of productions that are currently in pre-production, in the middle of production, and even post-production now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty insane. Um, one to close out the Batgirl stuff, though, the possible villain, which is, this has been rumored for every fucking Batman movie or DC mm-hmm. movie, Firefly. Sounds a lot like Firefly. It sounds a lot like Firefly, <laughs> to, to be honest. And if they want to do like, you know, girl villain versus girl, like, you know, Batgirl versus a girl villain, you could go with Firefly because we've seen that iteration before. Um you could do a cool thing where maybe uh, I don't, I'm sure this is going to be Batgirl's origin. So it's going to be kind of weird. So I think they would just want to keep it to one person. Um, but if this was an established Batgirl, maybe she tries to capture Firefly. He ends up dying somehow. And the girl takes over yeah. to be the new Firefly. That'd be kind of a cool story. But um, I'm pretty sure this being the first Batgirl movie, it is not going to be. She's already established kind of thing. Like we're going to see her become Batgirl. People are saying that you could easily make this, and pun intended with the villain, you can make this a Burnside story. That would be cool. I think and, that's the outfit they're going to go with. Yeah, I, I genuinely think so as well. Yeah. Because um, I think it'll be the easiest to put on screen, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, for me, not a great excuse. Because yeah. if you're not careful it turns into a CW suit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're not wrong there, but I mean, um, if they're doing somebody like Ironhead studios is doing it or whatever, whoever that brand is, um, you know, they fucking kill it every time. So maybe, um, yeah, it could be very, be very well much be a CW suit. Um, or it could be like the Marvel ones. Cause like, doesn't Marvel purposely cut their things in half so people can take a piss and shit. Oh yeah, they they uh, the costume design on in Marvel was actually really really cool recently yeah. in Loki. Um, spoilers for Loki, I guess. There's a a woman variant of Loki, yeah. and uh, she recently showed that her suit had two zippers for her boobs because she was uh, breastfeeding during filming, and oh, so like nice. they they were able to. Uh, manipulate her suit and still make it look like nothing was really there uh so they they do pretty good whenever it comes to costumes yeah it'll be interesting to see um you know the only thing that would suck is if this was our first batgirl it would be um you know kind of i don't know you can manipulate it anyway because obviously creative writing but 
um that wasn't her first suit you know what i mean i would like to get her first yeah. suit as batgirl but you know they'll probably make that her first suit um well wait her for her first suit like the gray and blue suit yeah well like that's how batgirl's been a thing right she creates her own suit but the oh, burn thing yeah. was like she's already known how to do this for so long and she's able to do all that shit where yeah. her original suit is like fucking she sews the shit together and puts it on and like it's like a kind of a shitty cow and stuff and stuff like that but yeah you know um what's we'll the wait and see i think it'll be kind of cool but if i'm not mistaken it did they mention something about the back row they're looking oh i think i got it wrong there oh they're looking for a 50s and 60s person to play um the the disgruntled firefighter which yeah, yeah. that just sounds like fucking firefly um but yeah, I don't know. When I saw 50s and 60s, I was like, oh, are they trying to go with the 66 Batman or Batgirl, which would be, you know, fucking uh, white girl with red hair kind of thing? Yeah. I was like, that would have been kind of cool, but it was in reference well, to the, Firefly. The Brazilian girl that Reddit keeps on bringing up for Batgirl, uh, she does have a lighter complexion with red hair. Oh, does she? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. See, did you see it? I just recently watched all of New Girl, which I think is a phenomenal series. I would say it's probably one of the best sitcoms when it comes to continuity or reoccurring characters, which is something you don't see a lot in in a sitcom. But they had Megan Fox on there. And I don't know if you saw what Megan Fox said recently. Oh, my God. But Megan Fox said she wants to be in fucking a marvel or dc universe i i hate that she has made this comment Mm -hmm. because now everybody's like oh megan fox has always been like the greatest actress in the world i don't know why like it it irks me so bad because just say that you're horny as fuck and you like the way she looks that's that's what you need to say don't say that she's like this greatest act the greatest actress no there's a she's reason why she was in Transformers. Yeah. There's a reason why. Sorry. See, CBR still says Transformers Megan Fox. Like, exactly. Dude, it's tw- it's like been like 20 years. Ma- Everybody knows who fucking Megan Fox is. You don't need to say Transformers. Like, especially she- especially when she was kicked off the franchise. Yeah. She's not Transformers Megan Fox anymore. That's like introducing Shia LaBeouf as Transformers Shia LaBeouf. But like, everybody, everybody's like, oh, she needs to play Poison Ivy. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So, like, yeah, I've never thought, I've never thought she's a good actress. And it was funny because I saw, I don't know if it was in that article or it was a different article. She's been getting a lot of, like, uh, fucking headlines lately for some reason. But she talked about how, you know, Hollywood was very sexist towards her and all this jazz, which I'm not going to argue against that. But she said that people are taking her more serious now after the new girl. Cause she was like, yeah, they, you know, people never thought I could do comedy. And I'm like, you're not even funny in that show. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? She's not. Like, anybody that goes and watches the new girl, she shows up in season six, five or six. I think five and six, she shows up in there because season seven's only eight episodes um she shows up in five and six and she just plays the same kind of character she plays in every movie but she's not funny 
she's just like responding to the characters that she's like to Joey Desanel and um you know freaking uh I just know him as Nick from the show but his name's like uh Max or John I don't forget his name so does she have like a significant role in the show or is it yeah, more like no. a cameo no she's a reoccurring character okay. and that's what I'm saying like new girl is crazy and i just saw like uh they did like a three-year reunion just for COVID or whatever and they were like i can't believe the freaking cast of characters we got for this show and um they had a lot of people like from season one and two periodically come back for every season and some of them became bigger later on and like i don't know if you know about new girl but like the pilot was shot with damon wayans jr as one of the cast members yes. then when they got picked up he was busy so they replaced him with a different black guy yeah but they did it was another character so like coach was still damon wayans and then he ends up coming back in season three and he think he's there for season three and four or whatever and like it, it's just a really good show and it's fucking hilarious but megan fox's character in there she shows up because zoe de chanel had a baby and like in real life so they they wanted to bring in another person to fill the like five, six episodes that she wasn't going to be around for. Mm -hmm. And that's when Megan Fox comes in. And then she ends up, you know, uh, the the main guy in there ends up falling in love with her or whatever. And then they start this weird relationship because they're very similar characters. And then that's why she's in. She ends up moving in in season six. So she's a big character, but she would just drop in and out of like the show because yeah. she was also a traveling character so okay. she would leave okay. but yeah in that like i was just laughing because they're like yeah i got so much recognition after new girl because people saw that like i could do comedy too and i'm like you you don't do anything in there <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, but it, it genuinely irks me that that people are saying that she should be catwoman people are saying that she should be zatanna people have said that oh she needs to replace amber heard for mira and i'm just like you're just naming women characters in dc at this point yeah. you're not you're not even trying to do anything as far as casting for her i don't think she will do well in a superhero genre no she was already in a dc movie she was in jonah hex yeah and it was awful because well, no, <laughs> there was i i can't remember the creator i think it was jimmy Palm, palmiotti he he said you've already been in jonah hex but don't worry i understand how you would forget that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't great at all which jonah hex should have been a good series like it jonah hex should be a series not a movie i feel like if it was made today they could actually give it the time to be good yeah i think back in the day that was also along the time where they were just like we need to throw superhero movies out just to throw them out there yeah and it because even josh brolin he was a pretty good casting for Jonah Hex, but the performance and just like the 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 whole movie just did not stick at yeah. all. Yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on to movies, though, uh, it was revealed by James Gunn himself that Suicide Squad could have had a shitload of characters like the when he said that DC was going to let him use anybody. They were going to let him use anybody because like he he had the option to use Deathstroke and didn't use him. Like, yeah, people are actually, again, 
you have the Snyder fans that will take anything to attack anybody. Yeah. And they're like, we could have had a Deathstroke led suicide squad and this pedophilic moron didn't mm. even try to. And I'm like, guys, calm the fuck down. Yeah. The reason why, and I can genuinely see this now, people, even on DC Alliance, where I'm a host, my co-host was like, oh, well, this can't be because James Gunn had the right to basically kill anybody. And yeah. that is including, but not entirely, Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. They have used Deathstroke in now three properties. They're not going to say, hey, here's Deathstroke. You can go ahead and kill him. Yeah. Like, no. They're going to save him for something else, especially when there was always there has already been talks of his own movie. Mm-hmm. Like he is not just a character that you can be like, oh, I'm going to take him. Yeah. Uh, so that was my reasoning. Like, guys, calm the fuck down. There's a reason why he wasn't in Suicide Squad, because if anything, there is possibly a plan for either a solo series, a solo movie or appearance in another movie. And most likely in regards to Batman in some sort. Yeah, uh, um, I'm not going to lie. A lot of these characters, I didn't know who the fuck they were. And I think that is also a reason why they like, I feel like although you can just be like, oh, yeah, this character, it would have been too easy to be like, oh, I can kill him off because no one knows about them. Yeah. You know, I think you're you're going too far into the unknown to where they almost don't matter. Yeah. While the characters like Peacemaker, although nobody cares about him until now that he is being played by John Cena He's a name that could be like, oh, that's that one dude from the 90s, you know? Yeah. So I feel like the characters that he did choose have some sort of recognition. Yeah. Uh, Some notable names on here. KG Beast, uh, Mm -hmm. Man Bat. Um, What's her face? The uh, electric chick? From the Superman, the animated series, Livewire. Yeah, Yeah. Livewire. She would have been cool on screen, I'm not going to lie, with the Mohawk version and stuff. Yeah um but uh yeah Mr. there was freeze uh, was like we we thought that solomon capaldi, we thought peter capaldi was going to be playing he would have been freeze. a great freeze he would have been an excellent freeze yeah um killer frost was rumored to be there i feel like you can't do solomon grundy because he's already dead like i like he's a zombie so putting well, a bomb in his a- head i think the solomon grundy though i mean he's still technically alive uh or yeah. he's undead is the technical term but the thing with grundy is you could have easily used him in the killer shark mold he could have been a dumb grundy you know what i mean because could you imagine how harley quinn and grundy having dialogue you know what i mean like oh god that would have been interesting (laughs) Grundy, and she's like oh come on grundy boy like you know whatever like she'd do whatever she does and uh i think you could have done some really cool shit there I am just hoping. I am. All, this is all I'm hoping from James Gunn is I'm hoping he does a Suicide Squad trilogy because we. I I think he's done with Marvel after Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he's done, and then he's just gonna work with DC after. In my opinion, um, I think he just wants to finish his story, and then he's like, you know what, DC. I think when somebody when somebody gives you a chance after it seems like your life's over, I think you have like this newfound loyalty to them, and I think he's gonna work in DC for a while. Um, Especially with HBO Max being like, oh, hey, you want to do some sideshows and do all this other shit? I think that's where his his future's at. Um, so I'm hoping 
that we just get that Suicide Squad moment where fucking Batman shows up and he fights all of them. So. A James Gunn Batman. Yeah. See, I really want him to now it. I don't think it needs to be exactly the way the animated film did it, but Assault on Arkham. Yeah. Uh, that kind of story of like, hey, this is a Suicide Squad movie through and through, but Batman finally starts to like find out who the Suicide Squad is, and yeah. he's the antagonist of the movie. Yeah. I think that would be very interesting. That was the, the rumor of the first movie. You yeah. Know? And yeah. um, I was always hoping my a lot of people don't know this unless you've been following my YouTube career for a long time. But Suicide Squad, the first movie, my first ever like theory comic book thing was on the Suicide Squad. And it was is um, what's his face is son. Uh, the old uh, are you feeling lucky punk? Uh, what's his fucking oh, uh, Eastwood. 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 Yeah, Scott Eastwood. Is he Nightwing? That was yeah. my first ever mm -hmm. video because that was a big rumor. And I was like, oh, man, what if Batman has Nightwing undercover in the Suicide Squad? And um, I was like, if that would have happened, that would have been fucking amazing. But, you know, it's a comic books fans wet dream like that should never oh, yeah. happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if they were to do something like that in Batman, um, I think that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, but you would have to cast. Unfortunately, like if. It, the only way I think this could work is if James Gunn was like, they're like, hey, we're going to cast a new Batman for the DCEU that's not Robert Pattinson. We want you to put him in Suicide Squad. Like the, the, the actor we want to be Batman, he's going to be in Suicide Squad. We're not going to say anything. You're going to give him this weird alias character name or whatever, but he's actually going to be Batman undercover this whole time. And then you fucking have him be Batman in Suicide Squad. That he would gave views in, in Suicide Squad? In Suicide Squad. That would kind of be insane. Yeah. Like, nobody knows. He's not cast as Batman, anything like that. You don't even say we're making a Batman film. And I know there's going to be, like, leaks and all that stuff. You don't even mention that it's going into production. Maybe, like, oh, we're thinking about doing it. Maybe even bring in some people just to be like, hey, we're going to do casting, but you're not getting this fucking role. Like, you, you know, know what I mean? I would really appreciate that. Because although people think that she is a little OP, I think I would still really appreciate a scene with Amanda Waller confronting mm -hmm. Batman and referencing him being rich. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, shit, she knows. Yeah. Like, because th those those scenes in Justice League, the animated series, were always like, oh, fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah, those are good. There's literally a video where it's like Amanda Waller versus Batman, like that you can go look that somebody put together, and it's like Batman owns her, <laughs> and like, and then she gets him back, and like it's, it's well, like there's cool. even it there's a lot of context for that in even the comics as recently as Suicide Squad and Batman Rebirth, uh, I believe it was the Justice League because there was a time when Suicide Squad was coming out in theaters where they had the event, Justice League versus Suicide mm -hmm. Squad. Batman confronted her because this was, of course, the first interaction as Batman uh, confronting that team and being like, yeah. well, what the hell is this? Uh, and that's when you kind of get into the convoluted mess of like, hey, 
you know, this also ties into the whole story of Rebirth, how there's a five-year gap in timelines and yeah. all this other stuff. I hated that series because, if I'm not mistaken, that was... It, their mission was, I don't know if it was that exact series or if it was the Suicide Squad that also tied into that series where they their mission was to take in Batman because he was a metahuman. Because he fell into Dynesium and like it, they said it like his oh, DNA was yeah. slightly different or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to make a video on that because people were like, oh, now he's going to have powers. I'm like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> I forgot and, about that. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I hated about that whole area. But like, no, Batman doesn't have powers. It's just because he fell in the Dynesium and his whatever, whatever changed or whatever. But he doesn't have powers. Like, so um, yeah, that was interesting. But yeah, I, I would love for filmmakers and people to plan like that. You know what I mean? Um, but that's just so strategic that I don't even know if you could like keep that under wraps, which would be crazy. Um, but then again, we haven't seen any link, anything leaked from the current Batman. and We haven't seen anything leaked from the current Batman. And one thing that I feel like should have been leaked or we've seen something, Black Adam is finished this week. Really? There has been nothing from that movie. He has to have filmed something for the end of Shazam. Well, they they did start filming kind of like in the middle of like yeah. its last month. So I'm of pretty course, sure like, there's got to be something. There's there got to be something. But I was talking to some friends of mine because because The Rock just posted, I think, yesterday or the day before saying, hey, we're in our last week of production. And I'm like, how is that even possible? We have not seen a single picture of him in the suit, of any other actor or actress on set. They like, teased one nothing. with him in the hood. Not the like they teased it. But, but they but it's completely black. Like yeah. it's not like it's it's not like Zachary Levi out filming in the streets of wherever they're filming and you see a full on new suit. Yeah. You know? Like we I think uh, Pierce Brosnan has come out to say like his entire suit is CGI. Nice for for Doctor Fate. Uh -huh. So uh, it makes me wonder Ooh, if this. I'm scared. What if this entire movie was filmed indoors? Well, I would assume so because it's going to be like in Egypt and shit, right? Yeah. So I mean, it would make a lot of sense. Well, at least um, his origin is, of course, in Egypt. Yeah. So, because uh, he well, does... Even Kondaf is in fucking the Middle East, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, true. it's going to be all over there. There's You couldn't travel over there for COVID, so... Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, it's probably all indoors. Um, man, you telling me that the Dr. Fate suit is all CGI scares me. Because it just Green Lantern vibes the whole time. Yes, but I also think that, like... Because it's The Rock, they're like, hey, here's this budget, and you don't have to worry. Yeah, but I feel like The Rock is banking on fucking him and Hawkman just looking sexy with their shirts off and fucking slapping into each other. Yes, but there's also, he posted a picture today, or I think it was yesterday, sorry, um, where they're having dots all over his body. Mm -hmm. He's getting the captain america chris evans treatment where in his in his origin this is just an assumption oh he's gonna be skinny he's gonna be skinny so we're gonna see That'd skinny cool. rock yeah 
That'll be funny. <laughs> I just, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be you ever seen George Lopez when he's a kid and it's just his big old <laughs> <The> head? Big <laughs> head. <laughs> That's what it's gonna be. Oh, man. That's I miss what that it's show. Be. Oh fuck. Um but anyways, yeah, so that's gonna be crazy. Uh but I think that's all the entertainment news we have. But you sent me something that caught me really off guard. And I didn't read the article, so I hope you did. But they're bringing the Long Halloween back? It's just for a one-shot special. Okay. For this year. By Joseph Loeb, though. Jeff Loeb. By Jeff Loeb, which is very surprising considering... He had some racist remarks, didn't he? He has gotten under fire for some very racist remarks regarding his work at Marvel. Yeah. And... I mean, sorry, but like the shit that's been going on with WB and DC, they're just like, eh, doesn't bother us. Come on in, you know? Yeah. Um, this, like, uh, a friend of mine in my uh, Geek Ultimate Alliance uh, network posted this and he was like, holy shit. Because it is the original team, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale doing a one shot for the long Halloween special coming out this Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. This is insane. Um, long Halloween. Um, as in case you guys don't know, I am somebody that separates artists from their asshole selves or anything like that. So if Jeff Slobes is a racist, he can go fuck himself, but that doesn't mean he's not a great fucking writer. And, um, I love the long Halloween. That whole series I think is amazing. And he's done some other Batman stories, uh, a la fucking Hush, as well. That is my favorite story of all time. So Jeff Loeb is one of my favorite writers. Doesn't mean he has to be my favorite person. Um, but, like, this just blew my mind. I was like, no fucking way. So I'm just curious on what it's going to be. So it says here... Uh... Joined by letterer Richard Starkings and colorist uh, Brennan Wagner, Loeb and Sale will deliver an all-new 48-page story that carries on the tradition of the Long Halloween, Haunted Night, and other Halloween specials, with a story that may very well change the entire outcome of the classic maxi-series. Ooh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. So... I feel like DC always attempts because the the date that it has it's released on is October 12th, not necessarily Halloween. But I feel like DC always tries to change the way individuals read maxi, mini, or even graphic novels. Mm -hmm. uh, when, when if if it comes to the format, when it comes to the page count, they they're the ones that are always like, "Hey, we're gonna try to make this a thing now." Yeah, uh, because Marvel, they're just like, hey, our miniseries, our five issues, our maxi series are anywhere from 10 to 12. Like, that's what they have initially been doing uh, recently. So, that whole thing of like changing classic maxi series or whatever, it doesn't bother me too much. What does bother me is I feel like, I, I guess it doesn't really bother me at all. But I will say, I feel like there's enough long Halloween fans that will go search for this. That oh, will yeah, buy I'll this. buy it. I will buy it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, now, to see Loeb recently, I don't think has written anything in a very long time. Yeah, 
Um, I so hope we'll, it's not. We'll see how. Yeah. I mean, but Loeb could be, um, you know, just a Jeff Johns. Like he just he pops out good shit. I don't. Have you read any Loeb? I haven't read a lot of his stuff that's not Batman, so I don't know if he's put out bad shit. See, for me, whenever it comes to Loeb, the first thing that comes to mind is Batman Superman back in the day. Mm. Uh, after that, there was uh, Avengers versus X Men and his Avengers run. Uh, it's all been good, yeah. like, but again, it's just been a long while. Yeah, and and we have recently seen back in like 2019, 2020, like some of these weathered writers don't always have like the, the greatest track. comeback. Yeah, but again, our number one book of 2020 was yeah. the Halloween issue with the Joker. Uh, from freaking um, 2019. 2019, sorry. Yeah. Uh, shoot, who was the writer on that? It was Carpenter. Yeah, Carpenter, which is what? It's 80, still one of the best Joker stories 80, in the last five years. 86 years old, yeah. and he was able to pull that out. Um, so who who freaking knows? So yeah. we we will definitely be reading this. We will see how it goes. I'll probably uh, read those books again before that comes out. Also. Just this is something that I didn't even find out until listening to a podcast. Did you know the long Halloween animated movie almost didn't happen? Why? Because there was heavy rumors that the Batman was going to be influenced by the long Halloween. Oh yeah. I thought that was supposed to be the case. So because of the long Halloween animated movie being made, it almost tells us, hey, Robert Pattinson's The Batman is not going to be influenced by The Long Halloween. Yeah. Which, if that's the case, and I know we kind of just shifted back into uh, movie news, but if that's the case, like, I wonder what this movie is going to be based off of. Well, I mean, The Long Halloween didn't have Batman fucking Catwoman on the Batmobile. So <laughs> uh, it's going to be very different. Very different. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I honestly, man. Uh, oh, by the way, we didn't mention this, but I want to say we're probably eighty percent not gonna watch Suicide Squad in theaters because of the Delta variant. Yes, so. yes, that's uh, that's something that even uh, me and Abby have been having conversations yeah. about Black Widow. Uh, I just pre-ordered the premiere access. Yeah, uh, for for the uh, Black Widow movie. I will be watching Suicide Squad on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, we recently have had numbers uh, increase a lot in San Antonio for the Delta variant. So I'm just like, yeah. oh, no, not not feeling comfortable now. Yeah. I've been it's fully weird. vaccinated, but there's been there has been mixed reports about how strong vaccines yeah, they're Right now, variant. Pfizer is talking about doing a 12-month, an, an additional vaccine 12 months after your second for the variant. Okay. Um, so it's going to be interesting because apparently it'll boost your odds of immunization against that. Um, but that's, you know, I'll let the scientists talk about that in the future. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was unfortunate because I will say I mean, my last couple of days have been kind of weird, but anxiety wise, I've been feeling a lot better. I've been, I just finished my second uh, session of therapy yesterday and um, I've been trying some new techniques and stuff to try to get over anxiety I've had a lot more better days than bad days in the last week and a half. So 
That's I mean, nice. except for was it yesterday you kind of had a shit day? Yesterday was just, I think, the universe testing my anxiety <laughs> because I was feeling better. I was supposed to go do my cardiologist test um, yesterday and I ran over a piece of wood that I couldn't swerve out of the way because I think somebody was on my right side of me and our, our some reason for some reason I didn't dodge this piece of wood and it fucking instantly blew out my tire and Oof. I was like what the fuck I instant I just heard and I was like fuck and I was all maybe it's fine but then I was like no it's <laughs> it feels weird so I pulled into uh, what, what is that meme of the dog yeah. in the <laughs> everything's oh, the fire. fine yeah it's fine uh I pulled into a fucking i guess driveway of some sorts and then fucking parked and yeah it was literally the side of my tire was blown out and i was like well you can't patch this uh luckily i had coverage on it so but unfortunately just because you have coverage on something doesn't mean you're gonna get it done right away so i spent like three and a half four hours at the fucking tire place and i was just like this fucking so i had to cancel my doctor's appointment which i have to go there tomorrow morning now early which fucking sucks because uh, I am not a morning person, so I'll be doing that um, today or tomorrow. Um, but yeah, life's life's been nuts. But anxiety's been better, so I was kind of hoping to test out the theater experience. But now I'm just like, never mind, I'm good. <laughs> um, so it is what it is. But we're gonna go ahead and move on to comics, ladies and gentlemen. We're only covering two things this week, uh, just because Clay didn't get to read Adventures and I just skimmed Adventures, so we're not gonna cover it this week. Um, but I will say it ended the. Court of Owls arc, so it was already over. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like, a shame. Yeah, it was kind of very quick because... Well, I, I will say it's very normal for Batman the Animated Series to have only two-parters. Yeah, for sure. And that's basically what it was. So, because um, at the end of it, Boston Brand, after they defeat the court or whatever, or just, like, I guess, put a ranch in their plans, uh, Boston and Batman go their separate ways. And okay. um, so, but Nightwing showed up and uh, had a nice. conversation with uh, Boston because they were like, hey, what's up, man? Circus because there's freaks. that history. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have that history together. So uh, I thought that was kind of cool. But um, in this week, we actually had a... Now, I was confused by this. So it's a signal one-shot or a series? It's a one-shot because issue number two is Huntress. I hate that they number it this way. So it's it's Batman Secret Files, the signal number one makes it sound like it's going to be a series about signal. Well, it but, reads like that. Yes. So there's going to be Batman Secret Files. Huntress number one immediately after. So it's not even going to be issue two. It's going to yeah. be another number one. So dumb. And this is a normal thing that both Marvel and DC do. Because they're like, oh, number ones sell. There's new, it's new reader friendly or whatever, which I don't think this is new reader friendly at all. No. Uh, you kind of have to have a history with the signal to mm -hmm. understand everything. Yeah, they kind of hold your hand with some stuff, but I think you need to have a grasp on who signal is in order to read this. Yeah. But it just irks me that like it's Batman's secret files, so it should be an ongoing series. Yeah. Um, or if anything, they should have teased Huntress in this so she continues the part of the story in the next issue or something along those lines. 
Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So this story is basically, again, yeah, you would have to know stuff about the signal to understand this book, to know that he has his own lair and he's essentially Batman during the day and what it is. And we get, uh, which I thought this was really cool. Batman saying like, Hey, I felt all my other kids. Uh, but I believe in you. <laughs> that conversation in the you know beginning I mean? was really funny. <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting. And he was like, you know, prove everybody wrong and, you know, prove me right that I believe in you. You know what I mean? And uh, which I found very hilarious that when he goes out for the first time, he instantly gets his ass beat. He get, he eats it, man. Yeah. But he gets beat up by former teammates. So you can say like he was like, yo, guys, we don't need to fight kind of mentality. Uh, and Batman, you know, he talks about this at the end of the book. He was like, look, you'll heal physically. He was all, but mentally, you, those scars run deep, essentially. Yeah. Um, because what happens is Signal comes across. There's like a, a madman in the park trying to kill some lady. And these two other characters show up and save the day. And Signal's like, what the hell are y'all doing here? And they basically don't like Duke because they feel he betrayed them leaving the Robins. Because these other two people are from the We Are Robins comics. And um, they end up fighting. They end up beating the signal, stealing his powers, and end up going to what is known as the white market, which is like a different dimensional kind of thing. I kind of hate this idea. Yeah? Well, just like it's just the way it sounds. Oh, the white market. It's like you couldn't come up with anything like more clever than that. It the sounds black really, opposite of it. And also, the guy that talks about the white market, uh, I can't remember his name. This dude, bro, oh, uh, that Xander talks to Bruce. Sure. I think it's Xander. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's Xander. I hated the voice in my head that I had for this character. Just because yeah. of the way he's talking to Bruce and everything else, I don't like this guy. I, yeah, I have okay. never read the We Are Robin series, so I am not familiar with any of these characters. Mm. So learning about them for the first time and this guy talking to Bruce at one point uh, says like, bruh. And, and Bruce is like, it's not bruh. It's Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really remember the Xander dude, but I remember the other people um, in the, we are Robin series. Cause I've read that before. And the, the Asian chick who is Rook, she was a big like sidekick to to uh duke so you can tell there's like some bad blood there um so i don't know how she got she got powers because even duke was like whoa like when did she become a metahuman or something you know because she's connected a little to this white market i think it's kind of like hand in hand like you should be able to like connect the dots be like oh this is probably what's happening and she's going to go in there for more stuff yeah well no it seems like she's trying to shut down the white market but they needed his powers to get in yeah yeah so so she's still a good guy but she's mad because duke decided to team up with batman instead of trying to figure out how to save their their town um Mm -hmm. or their part of the city without batman's help so you know either way uh, i think duke picked the right choice but um for sure he has a new he's i guess got new powers or he's learning to use his light and dark powers at the same time now And so he's able to jump into the light and through the shadows, which is still his powers are so confusing. Well, I this is almost the the Bendis effect with Naomi. 
they don't just outright say, hey, these are your powers. I think it's like, hey, he manipulates light. If you are a writer that can expand on that, do yeah. it. You don't have to explain yeah. it. Just do it. Whatever works for your story, just do it. And I feel like that's one of these moments where it's like, oh, he can kind of do this. And it makes it convenient for the story. Yeah, I never knew he could do anything with light, though. Because originally, I thought he was able to, like, somewhat see the future. And so, like, I'm so confused by his power. Well, that was the... It was right after... It wasn't the... I don't think it was... It was Batman the and ba- the Signal. It was that issue? Okay, yep. so I believe... I've only read the first issue of that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of portrayed it as, like, a spider sense. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm very confused. But after he gets his ass kicked and Batman and his team find him, he wakes up and it seems like he's getting like a healing ability now. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's all over the place. Um, I wish there was. And maybe with Duke being a part of the secret files, I would hope that like, hey, we're we're doing a secret files on duke because we want to use him more yeah um hopefully there is somebody out there as far as writers that can be like hey i'm gonna write a story that is going to solidify who he is as a character as well as his powers so that we can be like okay this is duke you know so i'm gonna say this and uh dc i know you didn't do this because you don't think this far ahead but as I read this, I was like, oh, this could be the reason why Duke was not Black Batman because he has powers. And they wanted to have a non-metahuman Batman as Black Batman. That makes sense. Yeah. DC, you didn't think of that. Don't fucking steal it from this podcast and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the reason why we did it. No, you yeah. just fucking pulled some shit out of your ass. That is um, true. But now I can, as I was reading this, I was like, yeah, I forgot he had powers. So, like, that would be weird for Batman to have powers. But, see, we, again, it was confusing when we were reading, uh, what's his name's uh, run in, in um, Outsiders? Brandon? Uh, uh, Brian? Oh, no, Brian Edward Hill. Yeah. yeah, Brian Edward Hill made it seem like Duke's powers went to being nothing but darkness. Now, that power, being Batman, would be awesome. Oh, hell yeah, it would. Like, so, like just because of the way they conveyed it in that series of yeah like, they showed like this giant like shadow and then you just see him like pop out of it or whatever yeah um it looked really really cool i still like the idea that like he is the batman of the day for sure and He's i Gotham really has crime all the time yeah uh i do appreciate that which uh it can be really really like just like how batman said this is a big role because Nightwing is in Bloodhaven again. Red Hood is not necessarily a hero again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim Drake, we're not really seeing too much from him, uh, as well as Robin no longer being, uh, Damien no longer having the mantle of Robin because he disowned it. So most of those characters you would see them during the day you know yeah whether they be like random one shots or whatever you usually see them in the day having duke be like hey this is my city during the day can be kind of like like i feel like there should be a batman and signal book like an ongoing kind yeah. of telling that story yeah 
night and day. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. I think it should be paired with. <clears throat> it should honestly be paired with the main Batman book. Like mm-hmm. Batman shit should be happening at night, and Bruce does things during the day, and then fucking Signal's just doing shit during the day. And like you know, I like the way that they have a schedule. Like it's like, all right, you're gonna tell us everything that happened during the day or whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it would make more sense. Um, but I think again, I think Duke is one of the newest characters in the last ten years that you could really make something out of. Um, a Signal series could be amazing. And it's really unfortunate because I don't think they've really used him. He's just no. randomly popped around, you know, because Batman did mention, hey, you were an outsider, you yeah. know, talking about his uh, latest appearance in, in Brian Edward Hill's, mm-hmm. uh, what, 12 issues of story. But I I feel like he needs to be more relevant. Yeah, it's unfortunate because it's one of the only characters that Scott Snyder actually developed yeah, so. and I I love how a little bit of his origins are coming up here. You know, he's remembering yeah. his parents, and that's like a big part of the ending here. Mm-hmm. So I I want to see more of him for sure, especially. Yeah. And I know we were very forwards in the beginning, but then slowly, just like we're kind of disgusted by uh, Murphy's uh, White Knight. Yeah, you know, we saw Duke as an adult in that series. So yeah. we know what but he was could... stereotypical in that series. He was stereotypical, you know? Uh, and, but in the same light, you can say, Oh, we could, we technically saw who he could be. Yeah. And that is a Duke with no powers. Uh, yeah. At least none that we saw. Well, I... to that point, like, to be honest, when I was reading that story, I didn't even think of that guy as Duke. Yeah. Yeah. He felt like a completely different character. Yeah. Yeah. So because he went from like because what didn't make sense was he seemed so much older. He seemed like he was Batman's age. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not. No, he's supposed to be a child compared to Batman. Yeah. And he was all built and big. Like, yeah, he's just very stereotypical. It's like if a homeboy would have played him from a fucking white chicks. You know, what's his name? <laughs> Terry uh, Crews. Yeah, Terry <laughs> Crews. That's like what they were fucking going with in the Murphy verse. I'm like, damn. damn. What happened to that universe, by the way? I thought that was supposed to be like 500 books. I hope it got canceled. For where's the Nightwing book? Where's the Batgirl book? Where's all that? I don't know. That's true. Like, I feel like it's been a long while since Harley Quinn I, ended. Yeah, because we hated that book. That ended a while back. It, it did end a while back. I, I wonder if it didn't sell well. And they're just like, hey, this isn't working out. Yeah. So uh, let's not. But he's also writing Beyond. So I wonder if it, he's just drawing. Remember, he's going to do Beyond. He's oh, doing well, White Knight. But he's, he's doing, yeah, the third. Yeah. The, his To end his trilogy, he's doing yeah. Beyond. But again, is even that canceled? And I feel like yeah. we can't really get any answers because he left Twitter. I don't think he has an Instagram. So, like, yeah. he's off of social media. So, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, let's go to our final book of the week. And Before we um, jump into it, I want to okay. know, how much did you hate this book? Dude, I hated it so much, I don't even remember it. <laughs> Dude, I, I will tell you. I, I will tell you. This book was almost decent 
And then one thing happened, and I said, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to remember what that was. Because I read this, like... It involved him escaping the building. Oh, wait. Oh, the falling down part? That, that? but but before, what, what Bruce does in order to signal everybody? All the bombs? Yes. I actually didn't have a big issue with that. With the whole Morse code thing? Well, because I feel like that's something ridiculous. I, I thought it was stupid by making the way, like, what's-his-name would do it. But, like, the timing of separate bombs, the way I could see it, right? The way my brain makes it in, like, the Morse code thing is kind of stupid. I'm not going to lie. But the way the bombs go off, I could see Batman strategically doing that. So, yes. So, strategically bombing a building. Yes. For safety. Uh, for safety. Because in in, <laughs> in reality, in our reality, there are engineers that tell construction workers and demolition teams, hey, you need to place explosives here, 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 and yeah. here. So that way the building caves in on itself without any casualties. Yeah. That's that's what happens in real life. So him doing that strategically, I can understand that. But when freaking, I can't remember his freaking Ghost sidekick. Go, uh, yeah. Oh, Ghostmaker. Ghostface. <laughs> Ghostface. <laughs> oh, Ghostmaker. Might as well be. When Ghostmaker says, oh, that was something we learned as children, you know, and and that was such a smart, smart move, Batman. And yeah. like, I was just like, get the fuck out. Dude, I've, heard, I've, I've genuinely blanked this whole issue out of my brain because uh, I'm going there's through also, it right now. There's also a moment like and, and we'll get into it. But like there's also a moment where Ghostmaker is like helping Batman and Harley Quinn is there, of course, because of last issue. Yeah. And he's like, oh, by the way, I have an extra suit for you. And Batman's like, you took one of my suits. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so again, are we going to get a backstory where Ghostmaker pretends to be Batman? Oh, God. This is be the Joker all over again. Um, <laughs> I will say the fighting between Peacemaker one and Batman's kind of cool. Yes. Uh, That's what I mean by like, it was a decent issue up until the point where they had to end the, uh, the fight with this whole Morse code bombing thing because this entire fight with Peacemaker, we all know that Simon Saint is behind all this, Mm -hmm. but what we were now revealed to us is, uh, I can't remember the, uh, the guy's name, the security guard, which I recently saw this episode of the Batman animated series. Mm -hmm. So Harley in this book remembers, uh what is oh shit what is his name uh freaking monahe monahe sean monahe is the guard's name and at one point harley like freaks out and she's like are you fucking serious is that the name that i just heard on that television and she says oh he's a psychopath he used to like hit all of us and do all this other stuff there's an episode in the batman animated series where there is a crazy guard yeah. that like puts them all in line and then comes out as like a vigilante because yeah, he gets kicked out of fucking lock something or um, fuck. I can't remember his name. Yeah. I know who you're talking about though. Yeah. But I wonder it ends if on a boat. He, 
Yes, yes. I wonder if Tynan had influences of that. Because in that case, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But the way he turns out to be this psychotic person is Batman and him get to talking. And Batman's like, dude, Saint is behind all of this. He is using you. And he's all like, who the fuck do you think put him up to it? Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, he is in on it also. Like, yeah. that was a cool twist. I will admit, this was starting to get very, very decent. But I don't know why. The whole Morse code thing and then them jumping out of the, the freaking plane. And Barbara's like, oh, that's going to rip your arms off. You You need to be extra careful. He's like, you don't think I know that. Now shut up. I need to do math in my head. And I'm just like, yeah, like the idea that Barbara had to say that after all the times they have jumped from buildings and done all of this shit, like they're super like I understand. Don't get me wrong. There are times when there is arguments as we have had with Tom King's run, mm -hmm. the whole bullet to the uh, head thing, bullet to the head thing. Right. So. There are moments because we know Batman is supposed to be a normal human amongst mm -hmm. gods in the DC universe. He is still a fucking comic book character. Yeah. We we have arguments about like there needs to be comic book shit in Batman movies. Like yeah. we want to see comic book shit in comic books. Stop trying to make it so realistic mm -hmm. to where you're just rolling your eyes like, no, just let it fucking happen. This yeah. is a comic book. You're going to have those moments where like, oh, shit, I can't believe this happened. And stop trying to hold our hand and thinking, oh, it's not going to happen. Oh, it's not going to happen. Oh, look, it happened. Look how yeah. amazing Ghostmaker is. Like, stop. Just let it organically happen if this character is as good as you say he is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it sucks because like in this in this particular issue, there are scenes where I'm like, yo, Ghostmaker looks kind of cool. Like on some panels, but then there's some other panels where he just like where he stands up straight. I hate the way he looks when he stands up straight, but like uh, the panel where he's like Batman's in a chair all bandaged up. I think it looks kind of cool there when he's cleaning up the mess. And, um, you know, I always think a lot of people diving and their capes flowing in the air. I was going to awesome. say that because I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, Batman is like because there is a moment also Batman in this exact page. Batman is falling and Oracle's like. Oh, by the way, Ghostmaker's coming to catch you, but don't turn around. It's gonna mess with your your falling yeah. or your trajectory or whatever. It's like stop trying to make it so realistic. Just yeah. let it happen and let us readers enjoy the moment. I feel you like. want to know something Tynan stopped doing? He stopped doing all the gadgets. Which that got oh, well, really we annoying. Said, we we've yeah. already said that. Yeah. He he stopped like after six issues. Yeah. Well, because it got really annoying. Oh but yeah. The thing is, with Ghostmaker being so badass and being able to have sex and solve crime at the same time and do all of this stuff, why the fuck doesn't his cape fly? Like, why doesn't it do that whole, like, you know how it can, like, harden and fucking oh, yeah, make yeah, it yeah. fly? Like, why don't they do that shit? That Because that's not going to hurt your arms. You're just going to glide down. Like, you could have mm -hmm. grabbed Batman and glided down. Um I know that they were trying to make this a lot more epic than it, you know, really was. But yeah, when you're because I thought that was a cool visual of Peacemaker on fire 
looking down at Batman. Like yeah. that was pretty awesome. And, and he's like blood hungry. He's like, yeah. let me kill him. Let me yeah. kill him. And um, they're like, hey, we need you to go do other shit because Gotham's in trouble. Yeah. And so that's all cool. Um, again, like we know the art saves this book every mm-hmm. fucking time. I, if if they are going to make any sideshow characters out of this fucking run, I already know they're doing fucking punchline. I want this Harley Quinn as a as a sideshow statue. I love this Harley Quinn design. I like this. I like the I like the costume. I really yeah. really do. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, and I'm pretty sure there may already be one. Um, apparently, there's going to be a mini series of Miracle Molly. Doesn't already. surprise me. Um, yeah. So she, we see Miracle Molly at the very end, and Peacemaker and everybody shows up to Miracle Molly's hideout, and there's a child there, and they're like, "Hey, we need to go." And they're like, uh, she's like, hey, we're surrendering. You don't need to hurt us or anything like that. And we see Peacemaker say like, hey, give the order. And the order is to kill on sight, essentially. Well, he, Peacemaker says he lies. He says, yeah. oh, everybody's a wrist, uh, uh, what are they, resisting arrest. Uh, they are a terrorist th- threat. Permission to use lethal force, basically. Yeah. And Saint gives them that permission. Yeah, um, and then that's where it ends. And again, just because I feel like I need to say this because a lot of people are having this conversation. Um, for some reason, people don't think politics are in comics. Uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but this, again, is very much uh, showing what we just saw in 2020. Yeah. Um, and I, it was very, very like, oh, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't mind it too much, but if people need proof that this is what's going on, this is very much a part of politics. Right now, there's a whole debate on um, if Captain America was ever political before the modern age. So He killed the president in a book. Yeah. Like, you know? Like, and- if I... If I'm not mistaken, that's one of the old, like, it doesn't show it, but something about Captain America chases somebody down that's in a mask, and it's actually the president, and then the president kills himself or something because of Captain America or some weird shit like that. It's a very old comic book. Yeah. Uh, It's always been political. It's Captain America. Yeah. No, like, in right now, there's, like, this whole thing, of course, with uh, Fox News and Republican conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theorists that are like uh, Captain America has always been for the American way. And I can't believe they've made him so left recently. And now they've made him black. And I'm just like, Nope, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, yeah. this is tiring. I can't do this. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's unfortunate, man, because we are very, so I've been reading a bunch of stuff lately and I've been looking into a bunch of stuff because, you know, we're getting older and like, obviously uh, we're both, you're, you know, you're doing your schooling to do like audio stuff. I'm trying to do the whole content creation thing. Unfortunately, I got slapped in the face with anxiety. So I'm months behind on that. And we're trying to just be like happy in our careers right now. But like the idea of like buying a house and all that stuff in the future with the current market is just daunting. Fuck. Yeah. And granted, I think there's going to be a crash. And so maybe it'll go back to normal and it'll be like, oh, yeah, you can buy a house for a normal price here in Texas nowadays. But <laughs> 
um, you know, a lot of that's kind of scary. And it makes me think about it. Like, you know, some people can say like, oh, you're just getting into conspiracies. But when you follow the paper trail of like, oh, yeah, this company owns this company and this company owns this company and they actually do this and they're actually in control of this and it does that. I'm like, holy fuck, man, like it, they do genuinely control everything. Yeah. And so like it just makes me think like we are being so played with this whole political like I'm on the left, you're on the right, we hate each other when we should all be teaming up to say fuck these big corporations because they're making our lives hell. Yeah. And it just blows my mind and they're just laughing in their fucking million trillion dollar yachts and they're like oh, 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 eating their fancy cheese and shit. And it's just like, dude, like, because it, it blows my mind. Like, TikTok has really made me see a lot of that. As much as I don't want to, I don't try to watch that much shit, but it comes across my page. And it just blows my mind as how divided we are. And I'm like, dude, like, we should not all be suffering to get, like, healthcare and all this stuff. Like, it's insane. Um, and so, yeah, it, it does. It always makes me laugh when people are like, comics are not political. I'm like, they started because of politics. Like, yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. How do you not fucking understand that? Like, why do you think some of these comic book characters were racist back in the day? It's because they were like, hey, fuck Japan or hey, fuck Germany. Like, that's what it was. It was to get you riled up and to like, you know, also, you know, there were comics to get people's mind off of the wars. And so, like, you know, it was just kind of I just don't understand. Like, they started during wartime. Like, how do you not think they're not political? Like yeah. it is, it, it fucking blows my mind. It, you can make an argument that they maybe shouldn't be nowadays because we're so far into it. But like, if you want to have like real stories, you're going to bring in stuff from the real world. You know what I mean? Like not everything can be just Superman punching the bad guy all the time. Cause it gets boring. Like Batman just always winning gets boring. I want to see something different. I want to see Batman in trouble. I want to see him not getting along with everybody. You know what I mean? That's what makes it interesting. And, you know, granted, this is a, you know, half manga podcast nowadays is the way we talk about it so much. But with the amount of content that manga produces, you can find everything you want in that genre where it seems like Batman and everybody gets so stale in American comics because they're like, okay, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. No, no, yes. he, no, he can't eat out, but Catwoman, we're not going to allow that. Where manga's Heroes all like, don't do that. Yeah, they're like, oh, you want this parody hentai that we have over here that has everything you want from these characters? Come buy it. And like, they give you everything you want in manga. And when you're thinking about like, oh, why are we failing? It's because you keep giving us the same shit. And yeah. like, or you're trying too hard to please one side. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and there was an article, well, not even an article, uh, the writer. Uh, Phil Jimenez, mm -hmm. uh, no relation to uh, the artist on this uh, on this book. Yeah, um, he actually came out and said when he was doing the art for Superwoman in the beginning of Rebirth. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, he's he's also he was the writer. Sorry. So when it came to him doing the writing for Superwoman uh, in the beginning of Rebirth, DC said, "Hey, you need to write more." Uh, conservative stuff in your story. Uh, hmm. Don't don't be too uh, democratic or whatever, uh, yeah. leftist, liberal, whatever you want to call it. And 
regardless of what side you're on, I feel like when you hinder somebody saying, hey, you need to waver to this side more. Yeah. For what reasons? Like, yeah. Like if if you're if you're going to tell me, hey, if I write more conservatively uh, and more right, is my sales going to be 300 times more? Or are yeah. you just saying it to please this one comic book fan that is, uh, you know, a big political symbol in this one state? Yeah. You know, because if that's the case, I don't care. Yeah. As a writer. Yeah, it's pretty unfortunate nowadays because like it does seem like as much as I think writers should be able to write anything. I've always been a big fan of art should have no limits as long as you're not harming yourself or harming anybody. And I don't care about feelings. I'm not talking about feelings. Fuck your feelings. But I'm talking about you're not physically harming somebody like you're if your art is I go around punching people in the face and in public. That's my art form. Like, no, fuck you. That's not art. That's just Mm -hmm. violence. Um, but like, I don't think there should be anything. Cause like, there's like a lot of, I think, I don't know if we've had this discussion on the podcast before, but like the idea of, um, you can't touch the, the topic of rape in comics. It should never be in comics. Right. And oh, yeah. we know that's like a big thing. Cause it, it's like a trigger warning for some people and I get it, but I don't think stuff like that should ever be taken off the table because then what happens when like, let's say a female writer finally gets to be on Batman and maybe she was a survivor of sexual assault. And she's like, I want to tell this. I want to tell my story in Batman. And they're like, no, you can't do that. Like, or people are like, you should never talk about that. And, but, but at the end of the day, if that's how she's going to cope with that, by telling her story through this medium, why should she not be able to do that? Or why should somebody else not be able to tell that story? You know what I mean? It like makes no sense to me that we put these limits on there. And if somebody wants to write a conservative comic book character and like maybe they do lean more right if the story is good i'm always willing to read it i don't have to agree with it like you know what i mean there's reasons why you like characters for certain things but i don't know i just i think it things have gotten a little too crazy and um i think it's just hurting things overall i mean look what happened with black label like i said bad dick like we thought we were gonna get something and they're like oh no uh, conservatives don't like dick so it's just like, let's go ahead and get this out of here. And um, so like, I don't know, because and, uh, you know, I don't it's so weird that it's such a small demographic is like the largest voice. You know what I mean? Because like, I don't know if it was just that one executive that saw the controversy of Bat Dick that made the call or if it was like. You know, you have certain religious groups out there being like, oh, my God, this is what our kids are seeing nowadays when it's not even meant for their kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, did that come out? And it's just kind of sucks that the only things like this are are swayed by, you know, public opinion um, instead of just being able to create stuff nowadays. So it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. As for this Batman book. I forgot a lot of it. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, Yeah, I, I just remembered what was in the beginning of this book also that kind, kind of made me roll my eyes because, again, we always open up these Batman books with yeah. the hallucination that is yeah. like a couple months from now or weeks from now or whatever, right? Yeah. And so we see Bruce, Batman, kind of like struggling with whatever Scarecrow is injecting him with. And then we see a giant scarecrow and he's like, the fear state is upon us. And I'm like, stop it. 
Yeah, see, and I think this is another way that because I know we had this discussion during Tom King's run when he did the um, nightmares. Is that what it was called? Yes. Uh, That run. A lot of people. That's where a lot of people dropped off because they were confused on how he was telling the story where it was Mm -hmm. supposed to be. For those of you that don't know, Tom King is a perspective writer. So you're supposed to be feeling what the character's feeling, at least during his Batman run is what he said. So you were supposed to be confused by those books because Batman was confused. And um, that's why we didn't see... I We always said the last page should have been, like, what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is Scarecrow pumping him with stuff or whatever? Like, every once yeah. in a while, we thought they should have been a panel like that. Well, Tynan's doing this in a very different way where I don't even know, like, is... Like, you're showing me these weird hallucinations at the start but then you're having Batman fight Peacemaker and all this stuff. Am I supposed to believe that he's still dreaming now? Or, you know, it makes it even more confusing to me. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. So I, I'm very interested in maybe there is not a right way or a wrong way to do these weird dream sequences. Um, but this one does seem all over the place. Um, yeah, because Scarecrow just seems like a background character, but it also seems like the biggest character. So Yeah, and I feel like this is going to be another one of those stories that gets rushed to the mm-hmm. ending because we apparently are getting very close to this whole fear state thing. And we still have no idea what's going on with poison Ivy. Um, we have no idea how Catwoman is going to be getting involved with this. Yeah. Like uh clown when hunters she show up. She shows up in one of the Batman issues soon. Right. Or is it Batman shows up in Catwoman soon? one or the other but it's supposed to be a part of the crossover for the fear state oh, okay and then clown hunter is still supposed to be a thing yeah uh within this miniseries of fear state we haven't had any sign of him so is mm-hmm. he just supposed to pop up during fear state and if that's the case is he only going to be a character that pops up during gotham wide events if that's the yeah. case like i don't want him as a character yeah you know but like there's supposed to be I think a total of six or seven tie-ins like or total issues that make this event that aren't necessarily all in Batman. And I'm just like, what the, what the hell? Like how are, how are we getting to this point and how are the other characters like going to get involved? Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird, man. Um, I will say reading this book, I was all like, how am I going to kill Ghostmaker in my run? (laughs) But it's funny too, man, because now that I'm reading all this stuff, because obviously we see articles of of writers coming out like years later saying like, oh yeah, I was hindered by this or I was hindered by that. Like, I often think like, man, do I need to make a name for myself? Like being very popular, like say in manga where I want to start my career now. And then DC being like, that guy's really popular. Like I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll come write Batman. It's a dream of mine but these are my demands. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. is it going to have to be like that? Like I'll write for you for four years, but this all has to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Um, Because it kind of sucks. Like it seems, again, Batman doesn't seem like the main character in this story, which sucks. Not at all. And if this was a manga, maybe I would be different to it. Like if you take out Batman, right? Just take out Batman out of the story and replace it with another character and just, title it a manga of something i might be into it you know but knowing that it's batman i'm just all like yeah he's like there's there's certain expectations for the character and 
this book isn't really hitting those expectations. Not at all. Uh, because again, we don't get much of inner dialogue. We don't get much of what Batman is thinking throughout this entire thing, other than what he is saying. And what he is saying is kind of the obvious, like the building's on fire. Yes. Yeah. You're fighting inside of a burning building. The city is going crazy. Yes. We just saw a newscast that just said the exact same thing. Like we're already getting all of the information that Batman is putting out there from yeah. other characters in the book. So he is kind of pointless at this point. Yeah. When was the last time we saw Bruce Wayne in this story? Uh, we not matches Malone that looked like Gordon, not that guy. Yeah, no, no, when was we the haven't. last time we saw Bruce. We haven't, yeah, that's crazy. Well, I can't even think about it because I, I can tell you we see him all the time in Detective. No, no, so there, so when we saw like their underground cave, that was the last time we saw Bruce, which was four issues ago, hmm, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Three or four issues. I've always been a bit, I like, I love seeing him in the Batsuit. He looks amazing. But I also, Bruce Wayne's a character. You know what I mean? Bruce Wayne is supposed to be the mask. And sometimes I hate, it's kind of like the, when people don't do detective stuff, right? Like, you know, it's a part of, it's a big part of Batman. Like, he Mm -hmm. should be doing detective stuff. Um, And Bruce Wayne should be his daytime cover. You know what I mean? Um, I I guess you can kind of get away with it right now because he's not a millionaire or whatever anymore. So Bruce Wayne doesn't have to be like in the limelight. So I'm gonna give him a little leeway there. Um, but yeah, I will say like, I don't know. It's still really weird that Bruce is able to do everything he does, but he doesn't have the money. And why wouldn't Lucius just wire him some money? Like, it, I still don't understand that whole topic. That whole thing just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you know, uh, or what was it? What story was Lucius where he was like, I'm only doing this because oh, I don't want that the kids was, to get hurt. Yeah, that was the, was it Urban Legends? Was was that one? Or No, no, it was, shit, I can't remember now. Yeah. It was the, it was the backup to a story. And I can't remember if it was Was it the black this? and whites or no? No, it wasn't a black and white uh, because it was definitely in color. I think it was a backup was it detective? I don't think it was detective. Maybe Robin. Yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember exactly which one it was. But yeah, that whole shit was stupid. Yeah, because I don't understand, like, because it's supposed to cross over to I Am Batman soon, right? And I don't know what's going to happen. Like, when are they going to introduce that dude? Like, yeah, I'm I'm not entirely sure either because he is getting his own series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of feel like you could if you were smart because technically each story is a part of canon you could be building the up in urban legends yeah yeah i I don't know his origin story for the digital first was not like it 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 finished already uh second son yeah um that was it did not end great like i said uh i think i military dude right yeah, he he was an ex-military dude, and then you got to see like why, because uh, because in Future State you see him like have this flashback when he's in the car, like about yeah. to hit somebody. Mm-hmm. You see that story, but like at the end, he just happens to find the bat suit. He yeah, just stumbles upon it, and he's all like, "Bruce Wayne and my dad are working with Batman." Oh my god! Yeah, it's like uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, it's really weird. 
this whole the whole thing's just I'm I'm ready for the next event to ruin all of this again and just start over. <laughs> I mean, I honestly dude, like I'm not going to lie, I have so much fun going to the bookstore now looking at manga. Oh, it's and, so much better. Yeah. Uh, my entire I, I I need to go to an actual Barnes and Noble, but uh my Amazon list for pre-orders mm-hmm. are only manga. Like yeah. for the from from now until December. Uh, literally from July all the way until December is at least three books a month. Yeah. Um, That's nothing but manga. And it's crazy because I go in there and the comic section is in the manga section, but it's like one shelf. Yeah. Surrounded by manga. And the books that they have on display are like Joker war and like killer smile. And I'm like, bro, like this is what y'all are promoting right now. Like, Y'all should get some classics in here and stuff like that. But it just makes me think that I think it's time to kill single issue comics. I genuinely do. I this debate has been happening with uh, circles of mine for a long time. And I think it's more so become relevant to the fact that like manga is just killing it, mm-hmm. killing it in sales. It is absolutely crazy. Um, you know, you, you get what, from what we remember from when DC was actually showing their numbers with diamond, um, the biggest sellers were like a hundred thousand, right? Like there was, there was nothing like crazier than a hundred thousand, uh, copies. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Cause we couldn't confirm uh, Joker, three Jokers, but that was supposed to be in like 300,000, 400. It was supposed to be, yeah. right? 300,000 seems like the minimum in manga sales. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. For a popular book. For a popular book. Yeah. There are some that stick at like 76,000 or whatever. Yeah. But then you get a really good volume and it jumps dramatically. And when it comes to the entire run of a manga of like okay this is a total of seven volumes and you have each one getting more than four hundred thousand sales like yeah. i'm sorry game over you're, you're you're killing it right dc needs to do this dc needs to start to think about hey you're already making stories for the trade you need to solidify this maybe in a fandom or in some sort of press release, whatever, saying these stories can be read digitally every week, yeah. but our releases will now become trades only. Yeah, I think they I think they should go that way. And maybe, maybe you drop just for comic shops to have something you drop a, a weekly magazine with the top three books, maybe, of yeah. that week. And it, it's like a 60-page magazine, and you well, get three books in it or something. I have no idea how large, because back in the day, I don't know if you remember this, um, when we were little, Shonen Magazine used to come to the U.S. Oh, I don't remember that. So I can't remember how thick it was, mm-hmm. but like in Japan shonen magazine is still a thing and it's the weekly books coming out in that one magazine 
Yeah, that's so a you, lot, though. That, that is be... a lot. So, um, at, or at least, like, the top titles. I, just mm-hmm. like you said, like, the top three titles you can put in, like, one magazine. I think that would be the best way to put it. Um, yeah. Or even doing, like, the... Uh, I don't remember them doing this too often, but, like, uh, issue number ones of, like, your Rebirth era. Yeah. And putting those out as like, hey, here's a classic. Or again, when a new miniseries comes out, here, here's physical issue number one. If you would like to read the rest, here's the DC Universe app. Like, you can start, you can finish it here. Yeah. Yeah, it would be cool. Like, I mean, depending on how you do it, maybe you can jump it up to 100 pages. Maybe you have two or three current books. Uh, maybe a new book series coming out and like a classic story. So mm-hmm. people can go buy the classics and be like, continue this story on, you know, DC universe or buy the trade. I think that'd be really good. And you can drop just one fucking thing, not multiple, just one magazine a week or whatever. Um, I think that's how it should go. And then, yeah, you just go to trades because these books, like this is a one shot that I just bought today. And this is just going to sit on my shelf after I'm done reading it. And it looks so much fucking cleaner. I absolutely hate these boxes that I have comics in. Absolutely hate them. Because they're just, they just sit there. And I don't want to pull out single-issue comics. Because one, I don't want to ruin them. Yeah. And I'm just all like, they look pretty just... Like, I'll display them. If I like them enough, I will buy a glass frame and display them that way. Just so I, I hang have, them on the wall. So right behind me, I have like two rows of six boxes yeah. so i have 12 boxes in total i have two boxes that are set for just covers that i'm wanting to get graded and those are be those will be the ones that i absolutely keep the rest of them are eventually going to be sold once i can save up enough money for each run to buy a trade for yeah and i'm just going to slowly collect my make my collection into trades and then eventually if DC decides they eventually make those into like a hardcover, like omnibus or whatever, then I can sell all those trades and then get the hardcover. Like there's a process of doing this that still makes money and they need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One it's, it's eco-friendly. So you're going to cut down on all of that fucking paper you're using all the time. Um, you can still do free comic book day and that way be like, Hey, come get these loose leaf comics that we're dropping just for comic book day, but also buy yourself a book. You know what I mean? Even, even Viz media, like people that are in Shonen, Mm -hmm. they have, they have, they have free comic book day issues. Oh yeah. Nice. And all of their stuff comes out digitally. So you can definitely still do free comic book day. Like that's not a problem whatsoever. Free but comic I, book day should also have like 20% off coupon, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah, do something sure. like that to buy some sales. But yeah, man, I, the, as it's not even a thing about getting older. It's just me looking at new media, looking at how these kind of things pile up. Like behind me over here, I have the classic green bag from the comic shop that they put your comics in. And I'm just like, they just sit there. Because I don't have any more bags and boards until I buy more, or I don't have a place to put my extra comics. And you can't just stand these up somewhere or stack them because over time they slide. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, that fuck. Or they sucks. start to bow and then that mm-hmm. crease starts. Like it is definitely a problem. Yeah. Um, and I will say, since I've been going digital, I do not miss that at all. 
<laughs> yeah, I have just not. I haven't. I, I'm currently. You can't see it, but there's a box over here with like 40 Funko Pops in it. I literally just went and went through eBay and was like, "How much are they selling for?" So I can get a guesstimate of how much I can sell them for. I'm just gonna throw them on eBay so I can get them out of my life because these were all free <laughs> Funkos, pretty much. I never bought Funkos. I got yeah. them free one time because I want. I got second place to some fucking asshole in this DC contest. And uh, hey, he's in. very irrelevant right now <laughs> due to the fact that DC Universe is no longer a thing. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> I got second place and I got a $150 gift card to Hot Topic and I blew them all on Funko Pops because I was like, I'll give them away on my YouTube channel. Never did that. Then DC's is like, hey, we're going to send you this box to review every week. And I fucking got a bunch of free Funkos from there. And then one of my friends has a huge Funko channel. And every time I would go visit him, he would send me home with Funko Pops. So I just have so many Funkos and I've never cared about them. And I'm just like, I'm just going to sell this shit because they're taking up space. And I feel like I want to do that with comic books because I know I have series. And I'd be like, let me just see how much it's going for on eBay and throw it up on there because I'll probably get more on eBay than I would at a comic shop. So it's just like shit. But yeah, yeah, man, I rather just have clean looking books because those Tom King deluxe editions are gorgeous. And I would love to have more Clay Mans and more fucking Mitch Gerards and all of those books. They look so clean. And then you could just build a library when you're fucking 50 years old or whatever and just have a badass library of shit and just be like, yeah, look at this. And so, you know, I'd rather have that instead of all these fucking comics just everywhere. Because, yeah. like, you know, it's just, it's too much. It's too because much. You, you wouldn't think, but a short box and even a long box of comics, if you don't have a great back, like, physically... When yeah. you are moving those things from house to house or apartment to apartment, dear God, yeah. like it is horrible. I learned that the hard way moving into like the third floor three times, uh, like within the last like four years or whatever. Horrible idea. Yeah. Horrible idea. Well, I mean, that, that 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 would go for having a bunch of mangas too, though. Like that shit gets it, heavy it, too. So. It would, but you're able to like, okay, I can put an entire series of manga in this box yeah. or like two series of manga in this box and it'll still be lighter than the freaking 500 comics in a long box yeah yeah no. those boxes are made pretty shittily too yes so at least you can stack books in a box and then use a dolly and i guess you could do a dolly for a short box too but if that shit falls over your comics go everywhere yep so yeah fuck that Anyways, we went off on a whole tangent there, but I do, I truly do think it is time to end Loose Leap Comics. Uh, we've had this discussion a lot, um, and I, I do genuinely think, because it is weird, man. Like, I, I can kind of say anxiety helped, I mean, has done a little bit for it, but I don't feel like I'm, I've been in love with comics as much as I was in the last year or, to, year or two. And maybe yeah. that's because the writing's just been not as great um but like i used to get fucking hyped i mean we used to work together and be like are the comics out yet are they here are they out yet like i was fucking like <laughs> i was like what's going on can you email clark like what's going on like fucking come on you know and um but now i'm just all like oh fuck there's new books but they changed the schedule too they're giving us like two or three weeks in advance and i'm like bro there's too many comics like i can't, I can't read them all <laughs> that man. is also true so, and but, i think that's more so because of the, like the holidays and stuff that, yeah. that just happened and everything else um, which is very much appreciated. Uh, but you're right. It it does get overwhelming sometimes. It's just like, fuck, I need to do all this other stuff. But there's all these comics that I need to freaking read for this podcast. So yeah, it is what it is. 
Cool, man. What do you got on the docket for this coming week? So uh, today, well, today when this is published, I'm assuming will be uh, Friday. Friday or Saturday? Friday? Uh, Friday, most likely. So if you do invest, uh, listen to this uh, early tonight at, I believe, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live on the Geek First uh, YouTube channel. Uh, podcast YouTube channel uh, talking uh, Black Widow. I'm actually going to be staying up for another four hours to watch that uh, live tonight. So 2, 2 a.m. Uh, my time watching it. Uh, then I'm going to go to bed and then I'm going to freaking watch it again right before I need to review it uh, Friday night. So I do have that. Of course, you can always find me live on that exact same YouTube channel for DC Alliance uh, for all of your latest uh, DC news. There's apparently new uh, stuff with Shazam, like set photos and stuff uh, nice. going out right now. Um, a lot of cool news. So go check me out there. And uh, that's basically it. You made TikToks recently. I didn't watch them. I, just um, I did. I did talk to some people about Superman and Lois because they're like, mm. oh man, this is such a great Superman. Look, he's changing in a phone booth. When was the last time we got to see Superman oh, yeah, changing in a phone one. booth? And I'm like, for one, who uses phone booths in 2021? And second, it's a flashback. And they're like, this is the best Superman ever. This is how he's always supposed to be portrayed. And I'm like, you're also forgetting the modern point of this show, which yeah. is a very, like, he's darker in the modern time of that show and people don't like to show that but they do always show the flashbacks i'm like you can't show the other without knowing that he does turn into this other superman yeah like it's yeah. it's it's so one-sided on that conversation and i've been pointing it out a lot and people have been getting butthurt about it yeah that's how i have to uh i have that same argument when everybody's like batman has to kill it's just logical I'm like, no, bitch. Like, this is a fucking com It's a guy that dresses up in a bad suit. Nothing logical about this. Um, so it's just like, yeah, it's that's just if you want to get into the comic business, you have to put up with that shit, which is very interesting about this book I'm writing, dude. Like, I mean, this book I'm reading right here, this manga, it's about a guy that writes manga and he's literally looking at his social media and people are like, we love you. And other people are like, this guy fucking sucks. You shouldn't be a part of this comic series anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. I'm just thinking about that, getting into that, because like there are going to be people that love your shit and people that just hate it to hate it. And I just don't know if I'll be on social media a lot. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, like, because yeah. people are going to say shit to, that they hate your shit just to say it because their life isn't as great as they want it to be or some shit. Um, or they just don't like what people like. So it is what it is. There's always somebody to complain. You can't let it get to you, but it sucks seeing it a million times. Um, but anyways. For the most part, uh, you can see me on TikTok. I've been posting there very frequently. Um, I have been posting to the reaction channel and the gaming channel. The videos that I have currently recorded are just taking a while to edit. Uh, and render is what takes the longest time. So um, hopefully I will have some content out pretty soon. But um, yeah, I've been feeling a lot better. So I'm kind of hoping to be able to start working a lot more. Just check out my YouTube channels. Check out my TikTok. But for the most part, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it for this long, super-duper episode of Batman News Weekly. Uh, as always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly!